Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Mike Tucker. Growing up, I was small for my age, but I was extremely fast, and I was playing football with a group of other boys, and these were older, bigger boys, but they were not nearly as quick. They were kind of at an awkward stage, and I was very quick and agile. And so my team was beating them primarily because me, I was darting in and wow, out between them. Wow, you have them. yourself in high esteem, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, was, I was rocking at, as a 12-year-old football player, let me tell you. But it really, <laughs> it really made these boys angry, and finally one of them knocked me down and sat on my chest and, and and was threatening to beat the daylights out of me, and another mm. large boy was twisting my ankle, trying to ruin me, when all of a sudden, they jumped up with fear in their face. And I thought, mm. what did I do to frighten these kids? Because they're going to cream me, you know? Mm. And then I looked over, and I saw that my father had been watching us out of his wow. w- bedroom window. He had come home from work, was starting to take off his clothes, and he saw what was going on, and he ran out in his trousers with no shirt, no shoes, but his belt in his hand, shouting at those boys who were beating me up, and threatening them. Of course, they were underage, so he was not going to touch them or else he'd go to jail. Yeah. But he still <laughs> but the threatened. threat was good the enough. The threat was yeah. enough, and they backed off. And so I felt very safe having been defended by my father. Oh, that's a wonderful story. I'm sure that that's a good memory of, of somebody standing up for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, did you know that Christmas is actually in the book of Revelation? Absolutely. You know, the last book of the Bible, the last word of the Bible, where it ends up saying that God finally destroys evil once and for all, actually has the story of Christmas in it. A lot of people don't realize that Revelation, being a prophetic book talking about the end of times, actually talks about the birth of Jesus. That's right. And that's where we find the the relationship between our opening story and today's message, which comes from Revelation, is Mm -hmm. this is the God defending us, coming to end evil forever. And we actually find that story here in Revelation. Yes, it's very important to put it all together because, see, the birth of Jesus is actually the core of the history of redemption that ends up in his death. And as we are coming close to Christmas here, uh, we have decided to do one whole week last week on prophecies and Mm -hmm. this whole week on the New Testament interpretation of the birth of Christ Mm -hmm. so that we understand how it relates to our salvation. Why did he have to become human? Why Christmas? And this theme permeates the entirety of Scripture, not just the Old Testament prophets and the Gospels, but we've been reading from the writings of Paul as he's putting together this theology of uh, Christmas, so to Mm -hmm. speak and the Incarnation and the Cross. And now even in the Bible's last book, the book of of Revelation, the Apostle John does the same thing. At one point, see, the book of Revelation is like the cosmic view. It's like the view from heaven of Mm -hmm. all the events of the history of redemption. And in chapter 12, we actually find that there is a woman with child. It's exactly the language that we have when Mary is with child. Mm -hmm. But uh, because the Revelation is a symbolic um, book that uses metaphors to explain the great truths of the Bible. In this case, the woman is Israel, is, is the church of Israel that we now call a church because we understand that that's the way it was eventually established yeah, by church Jesus Christ. Church means, means those people who are faithful to God, who follow Absolutely. Him, who are called to do His purposes. Yeah, so in this case, the woman, Israel, has been found with child. And this is the way Revelation talks about the birth of Jesus, 
starting on verse 2 of chapter 12, that she was with child and she cried out and she was in labor and in pain to give birth. So these are the few days right before Christmas where the, right. the Jews, the nation of the Jews, actually Jesus comes from this line. He's a Jewish Messiah that has been talked about throughout the Old Testament. Now, the birth of Jesus, as we've mentioned, is to in order to rest all the effects of sin. He's going to counteract the effects of sin in our lives in order to reconcile us to the Father. That means that there's this great war going on behind the scenes that we don't always see between Christ and between Satan. Yeah, this war was initiated in Genesis of this serpent that tried to actually kidnap the children of God. And in the book of Revelation, now we have another animal, it's a dragon. Mm -hmm. And this dragon is waiting. I mean, this is like the Chronicles of Narnia. If you imagine the symbolic animals that actually represent good and evil. Right. So here we have in verse 4 of chapter 12, this dragon waiting for this child to be born to destroy him. And let's read here in the middle of verse 4. It says, And the dragon stood before the woman. Remember, the woman is Israel about to give birth to the Messiah. The woman who was about to give birth so that when she gave birth, he might devour the child. Look at it. Think of the great controversy, the great uh, the, the universal view of good and evil. The dragon understands that this child is the savior of the world. Mm-hmm. So he's waiting. I mean, picture, this is so rich in, in, in uh, images. Picture the woman in labor, giving birth to the Savior, and this dragon waiting to eat it. He's going to pounce upon the child and eat it, because he remembers that the promise has been made, I'm going to crush your head. And so he says, this is my way out. I've got to devour this child, because this is how how I get my due. And so he's going to to devour the male child. And verse 5 is actually when Christmas happens in Revelation chapter 12, verse 5, now eventually she is giving birth. And verse 5, and she gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Of course, this is talking about the fact that Jesus eventually ascends again to heaven, and the dragon becomes very angry with the people that stay here on earth, oh, yeah. which are the Christian church in this case, and persecutes them, etc., etc. Now, we don't know who this dragon is, really, until verse 9 of this chapter, when he's unmasked. Yeah, we find out the identity of the dragon, and the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, referring back to a verse we're going to read in a little bit, the serpent of old who was called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. So finally we'll go, oh, that's who the dragon was. The dragon was actually, look at all the names we have here, the dragon, the serpent, the devil, mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah. So it's like you cannot be mistaken who is a serpent. Now, at this point in the last book of the Bible, we remember the first book of the Bible because the serpent was uh, already there in Genesis. In Genesis, it was the serpent who beguiled Eve, and God makes the first pronouncement of the covenant, the promise to redeem man in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. As he t- speaks to the serpent, he says, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He he shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. So the, the bruise to the head is what the dragon is trying to avoid because that's the more deadly of the two bruises. That's right. The serpent already knows, the devil, Satan, he knows that when this male child, the savior of the world, is born, uh, all his hopes are done. Yeah. This spells his doom. He doesn't know exactly how, I'm sure. Yes. But he recognizes that this is significant. This is the one foretold from of old, and this is the one who's going to break his power over man. Now, don't forget that um, Jesus is ascended to heaven after his um, death, death and resurrection. resurrection yeah. and, and so the, the Christian church is left here on earth and the dragon turns to them, says this chapter, 
But it says, what is the final uh, outcome of this story? In verse 11, it says that the, the Christians actually overcome the dragon. Yes, and I, I love Revelation because it tells us the end of the story. Yes. I, it tells us exactly how this ends up. We're living the story now, but we already know how it's going to end because Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 says, and they, that's us, the Christian church, followers of Jesus Christ, and they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. Uh, this is it. The blood of the Lamb, Jesus' sacrifice, the blood of that male child, is the one that actually uh, tells us what is the end of the story. Mm-hmm. He's, he's done. I mean, he comes in the scene, and we had the, this kidnapper that is sitting on top of us like uh, your bully. Yes, that's right, yeah. beating us and, up. And, and he shows up on the scene and says, look, this is not it. This is temporary. I am once and for all eradicating evil, and very soon I'm coming back to get you guys, and the devil is done with. No more threats. He's coming to do it. He's going to take care of this, and we over overcome this evil by the blood of the Lamb, that's Jesus Christ who shed his blood for us, and the word of their testimony. The Apostle Paul says, if you will confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the word of your testimony. When you trust in that blood, you have overcome the one who is evil. And you know, the book of Revelation ends in one of the most beautiful notes. In chapter 21 of Revelation, we we have God finally dealing with evil once and for all, which he already purchased at the cross, but now he's coming and he's doing away with uh, the devil forever in chapter 20. And chapter 21, verse 4, is one of the most, it's one of the favorite verses of a lot of people yeah. that are suffering, and many are suffering during this Christmas season. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning, nor crying or pain. The first things have passed away. Can you imagine in, during this Christmas season when we have earthquakes and 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 tsunamis and hurricanes and tornadoes? Uh, getting the message where God says, "Look, just a little while longer, and I'm coming once and for all to intervene in the world's history where there will be absolutely no more evil, no more death, and all because there was a Savior born on that Christmas Eve that eventually died and had the victory." forever. He has come to put an end to war, to murder, to despondency, to a lack of hope, to guilt, to shame, because he has overcome the devil. And we overcome him as well as long as we trust in the blood of our Lamb, Jesus Christ. You know, when you look at the manger during this Christmas season, Mm. don't forget that because of the little baby that we represent who is actually Jesus Christ, um, that is the way that God crushed the devil's head. And this is the way that death is guaranteed to end because when this little baby died and was resurrected, the devil knew that that was his end. Leave it to God to figure a way to destroy evil through the birth of a baby. (laughs) Only God. Instead of sending an army, he sent a baby. And through that baby, he counteracted the forces of evil. If we trust him, we win too. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Jesus101Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101Media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!